Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 38 of the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about automating your guest process. I'm going to take you behind the scenes of how I've managed to automate 90% of my own process. But first, I have two listener shout outs this week. First up is No-Till Flowers from America. I really enjoy all the info packed into the short episodes. Guests are always super fun too. Quality content and super helpful for me as I started podcasting rather casually and then realized I didn't know much about using my voice as an instrument. I've learned a lot from listening here. Many thanks. Oh, I love that. Using my voice as an instrument. Thank you so much. I am so delighted that you are finding value in the podcast. And E. Beaton, who said, attention all podcasters, starting a podcast, listen to this first. Thank you, E. Beaton over from Canada. Short but succinct review. I am so grateful to you both for taking the time to rate and review the show. It means everything to me when you reach out to let me know how you're finding it. Podcasting is great, but I don't really get to interact with you guys. So you taking the time to let me know that the content is landing with you is so, so appreciative. And if you'd like me to do a similar shout out, be sure to rate and review the show too. Now on to today's topic. Having guests on your show is a great way of offering your listeners another perspective. And you also have the opportunity to leverage your guest audience. And let's be honest, it's rather fun, I think, having a conversation with someone else sometimes rather than feeling like you're speaking to yourself. Or maybe, you know, maybe that's just me. Like, I know that I am speaking to you, my listeners, But when I am, you know, in my bedroom, in my recording corner, I sometimes feel like I'm speaking to myself. So it's good to have a conversation with someone else every now and again. And like I said, you be able to learn things that I'm not an expert in. But unlike solos where you can record when it suits you, guest interviews require a bit more of an organized and flexible approach. There are so many steps involved from initial reach out to episode release date. It can all be a bit time consuming. This is where automation can really save you lots of time and energy. And if you're a regular listener, you'll know that I am a big fan of processes and using automation to save time and keep things streamlined. Not only do I follow these guidelines in my business, but for my podcast as well. So what does this look like? 
Well, I have a running list of episode ideas that I keep in Trello. If you don't know what Trello is, it's a project management tool that I am slightly obsessed with and honestly could not live without. It's where I keep everything for my podcast. But most importantly, I also use it with my launch clients for their podcast. It's really simple to use. I'm able to, you know, map out my framework for my clients so that they're able to see what needs to be done. When you can do automation within Trello, you can create lists, you can set dates, you can allocate who needs to do what. It's absolutely fantastic. And you can get started for free with 10 boards. I use Trello for the better part of a year on the free plan. It's only recently where I've started working primarily with launch clients that I have upgraded to a paid version. So definitely check it out. There will be an episode in the next few weeks where I go into Trello in a bit more depth. So look out for that soon. But for now, we are going to talk about guest processes. So back to what I was saying. So once I know the episode topic, and whether I'd like a guest expert to cover it, I carry out some research in my networks and social media for the perfect person to fill that spot. Sometimes I do have guests pitch me, but generally I look for guests myself. I carry out research on their socials and website, and if I think they're a good fit, I reach out to them via email. Now, usually it's really easy to find someone's email, so don't worry about this. If you're new to podcasts and you're new to guest interviews and you want to kind of follow what I do, it's really easy. Normally on their website, I just pick up the email from their contact page, but more or less on their socials, in their profile somewhere, they should definitely have an email address. So don't worry about that too much. It's pretty easy. So if the guest says yes, and you know, predominantly most of them do, this is when my process kicks in. So I personally use Dubsado to manage my guest process. Dubsado is primarily a client management system that allows me to streamline everything from when someone is a lead, inquiring about my services, to when we've worked together, to when they're fully off-boarded. The use of their workflows and templates means that a lot of repetitive tasks can be done in a few minutes. Because I was already using it in my business, it made sense for me to bring the podcast into it to streamline that process. But I would urge you, if you're listening, if you're not already using Dubsado, don't sign up for it just for your podcast. There are other tools that you can use that are for free or of a low investment, which I'll come on to in a moment. But I just really want to stress that, you know, you listening, oh, Rosemary said she uses Dubsado. I'm going to do the same. Dubsado is primarily for managing clients. So it's a CRM. So if you're not already using a CRM and you like the sound of what I've discussed and you want to get a handle on your client management, by all means, look at Dubsado for that initially. Dubsado is not suitable for every business. It's not suitable for every business owner. There is indeed a very steep learning curve and will take some time to get used to. So make that decision wisely. So once the guest says yes, they'd love to be on the show. It literally takes me two clicks to send them 
the email, which gives them a bit of information about me, the podcast, the topics that I'd love to cover with them. And there's also a link for them to book their interview. Now, that link is linked (laughs) to an intake form. So I'm able to gather all their information at the same time of booking. You might be familiar with the scenario of you send them a link, they book the interview, and then you're chasing them for their bio, for their headshot, all that kind of stuff. I've worked with a client in the past who had that system, and then I had to spend so much time going through her emails because, of course, where people are busy, for example, they might not be able to upload their headshot from their phone. So they might respond with all the other information, totally forget because they're busy, and then you have to chase up on the, on the headshot. And then I come along, and then I've got the information in multiple emails. This is why I love for them to be able to book their interview and fill in the information that I need all at the same time. It's all in one place rather than me having to search my inbox and getting frustrated and losing precious hours. You know, sometimes it can take hours because sometimes you search your inbox and you know you saw the email, but the inbox isn't pulling it up. So once the call is booked, reminders will go out to the guests automatically. In Dubsado, I can also set reminders for me to do certain tasks like pre-interview research, you know, create the questions, create the graphics, all that kind of stuff. And then a week before the episode goes live, the guest receives an email letting them know their air date. And I also send them their graphics so that they can share on their socials if they feel called to. Now, this is something, slight deviation, but this is something we're going to cover in a future episode because I know a lot of podcasters get frustrated about their guests not sharing their episodes. But what I will say linked to this episode is in terms of automation, make it as easy as possible for your guests to share with their audience. So if you've already got an email created and all you need to do is make a couple tweaks in Canva, upload to your email and hit send, it is as simple as that. But we are going to delve into that in a future episode. So then on release day, I send the final email, letting them know that their episode is now live, thanking them for their time and for sharing their knowledge with you, my audience, and asking them to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's actually a tick box question on my intake form. And as a result, a lot of them will either leave a review or leave a rating. And that's it. All in all, 90% of my process is automated. The only email I need to action throughout that entire process is the one where I am sending the graphics a week before release day. The rest of it, automated. I don't need to think about it. I can focus on other things. Now, that sounds really fancy, you know, all the bells and whistles. But as I said before, I already used Absado. I'm very familiar with it because I've done setups for clients in the past. So I'm not here to tell you that that's what you should use. If you are already using a scheduler in your business, that would make more sense. Dubsado is primarily for client management. So if you do decide 
ooh, that sounds good for the podcast and for managing my clients, do do some research before signing up. Do not sign up for it. I think it's $350 a year. It does not make sense for you to sign up for it just for your podcast. What I'll also do is include my link so that if you decide to sign up for it, you get 20% off the first month or the first year. It will be an affiliate link. So I do get some credits back at the end of the year, but you get to save 20%, which, you know, which is good. So in terms of the other tools that I mentioned, there's Calendly and Acuity. Both are schedulers. So if you're not using a scheduler with your clients or in your business in general, I highly recommend those two. You are also able to create questions, which when they show up to the guests at booking point, it shows up as a form. So you can ask questions like what's their name? What's their website URL? What are their social media links? Upload your headshot. Do you agree? All these different things. You can also treat it as a bit of a guest release form, which is kind of what mine looks like. So you're able to capture all that information in one place. Canonly is free. Very good option. I've used Canonly for the entirety of my business. It was one of the first things that I learned about. And quite frankly, it's one of the things that I wish I'd known about a lot sooner. You know, 15, 16 years as a personal assistant, I spent most of my days scheduling meetings for my exec. I can't tell you how many hours were spent (laughs) going back and forth with other PAs in regards to what date and time their execs were available to meet with my exec. Now, had I known about Canly and Acuity back in my employed days, I would have saved so, so much time. You literally send a link, connect it to your calendar, send a link, they book the call, voila, like magic it appears in your calendar. It's so stress-free. And this is why I recommend it for your podcast as well. There's so many different moving pieces with your podcast. What you can streamline and automate will only benefit you in the future. The only thing I'll say about Canonly though, is that you're not able at the time of this recording, which is March, 2022, you're not able to upload files. So your guests would need to send their headshot separately. Acuity is paid and does have the upload feature plus lots of other features. So it might be that you kind of want to look at both of them and choose the one that works best for you. Another option is TidyCal. TidyCal works similarly to Canonly but you can purchase it for a one-off fee of around, I think it's $39 from AppSumo. I'll make sure all the links to all these tools are in the show notes so that you can just easily hop on over and have a look. But what I love about TidyCal is that you don't have to pay every month. I'm actually thinking about moving over just to make that monthly savings. Another perk of automating your guest process is it will make a great first impression on your guest. Like you, they're busy people, email ping pong about what time works best. It's not a good use of time for either of you. You want to make the process as simple and as straightforward as possible. 
I can say this with confidence because I've had quite a few of my guests ask me to support them with setting something up for them because they were so impressed by how smooth their experience was being on my podcast. I've helped set up Dubsado for one client. Again, she was already thinking of moving over to Dubsado from another CRM. And then she was a guest on my show and that helped her make the decision to make the move. I've also set up a q and I've set up Calendly, Google Forms, Typeform, Jotform. There's quite a few options that allow you to at least automate that first part of the process, which is getting them to book their interview and keep all the information in one place. As a side note, if you're wondering how you even record with guests, be sure to check out episode 22, where we talk about the best recording software for remote interviews. I'll include the link in the show notes for you so that you can tune in and have a listen. I am all about working smarter, not harder. Podcasting is meant to be fun. It should not feel like hard work. So lean on the right tools to support you and to make things easier for your guests. If you'd like any help getting these systems set up, I'd love to help you. Click the link in the show notes and let's connect over a virtual coffee. That's it for this week. I hope you feel inspired to implement some of these tips for your own podcast. If you do, let me know. Hop on over to Instagram, pop into my DMs and let me know what you decide. Or if you've got any follow-up questions, I would love to be available to answer them for you. Next week, we have a special guest who will be talking to us all about creating and repurposing content. So until then, I'm signing out. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.